0: Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Archer Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Archer Libraries podcast for the love of books. My name is Chris Wilson and today I have got an interview with a very special guest. Um, today is National Poetry Day and we are going to speak to a children's author. A.H. Proctor, or also known as Angela, and she has written some fantastic books in the past. Um, Thumb- Thumble Tumble is her main series of books that she writes. And, but she's also turned her hand at a little bit of poetry, which I didn't realise until just recently, and she has joined us to tell us all about it. I hope you don't mind getting in the Christmas spirit a little bit early because it is a Christmas themed home but I don't think there's ever a time that it's too early to get involved with Christmas and if you go to the shop, at the moment you see it everywhere at the moment as well even, even though it's not quite Halloween just yet but it is everyone kicking off the Christmas spirit a little bit which is no bad thing in my opinion so listen up guys and you will hear from Angela and she can tell us all about the fantastic poem that she has got um coming out at the moment and why why we are talking about it and why it's such a special event for everyone to get interested in and excited about so Angela thank you for coming and joining me on my podcast um as you know, uh, today is National Poetry Day, and I don't actually know that you turned your hand to poetry a little bit as well as writing fantastic children's fiction as well. But that's why we're here, isn't it? You've got a poem um, that's been set to some animation, and that must be pretty exciting for you.
1: Um, I'm I'm actually off the scale excited, Chris. And first of all, it's absolutely lovely to be here on your podcast on National Poetry Day. Um, Yeah I'm mostly a fairy tale writer um, but a couple of years ago I was asked to write a story for a group of children uh, at a primary school in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. Um, It was St Francis of Assisi and they were doing a a sleep out for um, a homeless charity and they asked me would I be able to write them a story about homelessness and kindness. Um, A story was a challenge with the time constraints. So I said to the children, maybe I could give you a poem instead. And so I wrote a poem um, called Arthur's Christmas Tale, which the children then set to their own uh, show. They did a show um, over this wee six minute poem. And uh, they ended up on the BBC and uh, in, in the newspapers. Uh, they wow. they did so well. They were a brilliant group of kids um, and really inspired me with their just their work, their effort, how much they knew about the plight of homeless people. Um, it was just it was it was quite moving actually.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: the history of my poem.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And now obviously we are only in, in October, um, but I'm a huge Christmas fan. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about Christmas in October, personally right um, and obviously the, the the poem is all christmas themed and stuff like that i take it are you a big christmas fan as well
1: um huge huge christmas fan you know i I mean i write fairy tales i I don't even tell me santa doesn't exist because i just won't believe you there's got to be you know there's got to be someone out there who's dropping off those gifts to everyone every every 24th of december but um no i we we live for christmas right in fairness just now it's it is the kind of a halloween build-up but because my animation is coming out um in December, most of the most of the PR for it has to go out now. You know, you yeah. need a good three month lead in to make sure it raises as much money as possible for the charity that
0: it's for. Yeah, and um, so you want to tell us a little bit more about the the project and how you got about the, the, how it got to become a, an animation and things like that as well.
1: Um. De- yeah. So basically, um. To be honest, it was more we were looking at my books becoming animations and um, to even enter the world of animation is very, very, very expensive. So, you know, creating a feature length animation would have been far too expensive for me, um, far too expensive for any of my backers. And So I looked to turn um, something shorter into an animation and I thought about the poem that the children had already asked me to write and I thought why don't I turn that poem into an animation um and a lot of my friends family they were like if you're going to turn your poem into an animation Angela you know you are um you're always looking at ways that you can maybe try to use what you do to help others um and it, it lends itself really well to a homeless charity um I reached out. To Shelter Scotland. And wow, um, the work that they do is is immense. And so we decided to collaborate. And Arthur's Christmas Tale is um is an animation set to my poem. And the whole purpose of this animation is to raise as much money and awareness as we can for Shelter Scotland um, over December throughout December this year.
0: Fantastic, <laughs> and like a lot of your work in the past, it's obviously got that sort of good cause behind it and things like that. Have you got any kind of stats and things like that about why why you've chosen to kind of pick Shelter of Scotland for that, and and why it's an important charity to you to to back with with the animation? Um, th-
1: they're quite shocking the statistics, to be honest with you, Chris. Um, so. Uh, it's just so sad but um in March this year there were 15,000 households that were living in temporary accommodation so effectively displaced but yeah. of those 15,000 households I was alarmed to find out that 9,595 children were actually living in temporary accommodation day to day not knowing where they were going to move to next
2: yeah
1: um It's huge, and apparently it's the highest number that's ever been recorded.
0: That uh, that is quite a shocking stance, really, isn't it?
1: um, Yeah. um, Some other information that I managed to glean from the wonderful people at Shelter Scotland, they say that between April last year and March this year, 32,000 households (laughs) became homeless. It is basically the equivalent of someone losing their house every 16 minutes across Scotland
0: yeah I mean that's that's quite incredible to, to think about and uh, and that, that's why kind of projects like this is probably quite an important thing for for charities like Shelter Scotland because because they do need that support to kind of try and do, help continue doing the good work that these charities do isn't it
1: It's it's to raise awareness of what the charity does as well as raising funds. I mean, the funds are vital. There's no two ways about it. Um, But it also helps to just raise awareness, what they're all about, what they actually do, how they help homeless people, how they help people in crisis. Um, But if, you know, and it's, it's a hard time just now cost of living, it's it's very difficult for a lot of people, not just those who are in temporary accommodation or homeless or struggling. But yeah. we are reaching out and saying if if you can spare anything, please do. But if the most you can do is share this story and make other people aware of it, that's amazing as well. Just whatever yeah. whatever you can do, we'd appreciate. Yeah. And
0: that's and that's the thing about it, but it is any little kind of part that you can play in kind of raise awareness or, or very sort is, is really important to it. Right. Where, where did the, the inspiration for the poem come from? You've seen it always kind of came off the back of the school children doing things and stuff like that. Is, is there any kind of inspiration behind the poem itself that, that helped you curate write it?
1: There is Chris, there is. Um, actually the original poem was called um, Jack Frost. And the original poem was a bit shorter and it was part of four poems and they were basically the seasons. So I mm-hmm. created Little Miss Summer, Lady Autumn, um, Jack Frost and Old Man Wind. And they were the four seasons. When the school approached me, um, I it's it's difficult to just throw something together very, very quickly. So I had yeah. this Jack Frost poem, which was about a wee homeless pug who melts Jack Frost's heart. So it seemed like a good poem that I could then turn into something that, you know, would reflect homelessness. And I had to sort of top and tail it, if you like, to give it the full-blown Uh, kindness angle that the children were looking for. So the original version of this poem and the version that has been put through copyright is is called Jack Frost. And it's like the the middle section of the poem with a (laughs) a beginning and an end bolted on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Do you think think it's probably time we let our listeners hear the poem, do you think? Oh, that would
1: be fantastic, Chris. Yes, thank you.
0: So here you go guys, listen up to the next section And you'll hear the poem And we hope you enjoy it
2: The night before Christmas Out in the park A stranger was lurking Alone in the dark Miserable and cold And so very old This man hated Christmas Or so we were told. But then he met Arthur, James lying by his side. A brave little dog, guarding his master with pride. And the man thought to himself, what a peculiar sight. Especially at Christmas, on this freezing cold night. Then things got stranger, as the dog jumped to its feet. And he spoke to the man in a voice that was sweet Mr Jack Frost where have you been I've been to the park but nobody's seen I went there at night and turned it bright white it looks very nice all covered in ice but you better beware if you go over there or you'll slip and you slide as I watch while I hide so take hold of a hand to make sure you don't land with a thump and a bump on my twinkling sand. Big girls and big boys, Shh, Don't make a noise. Just stand, look and listen. And Jack Frost will glisten. He'll fill you with fear. He'll steal Christmas cheer. But what's this I hear in the corner of my ear? Singing in laughter? That's not what I'm after. And now they're skating, each one with a partner. And so I'll go home to my house made of stick. The singing and dancing, it makes me feel sick. I'll stay there all summer in my cold little shack. But watch out. Next winter, Jack Frost will be back. The dog's eyes turned red and he bowed his head low. The man grinned and said, there's no ho, ho, ho. Pleased with himself that he'd made the dog sad, he skipped down the path, feeling quite glad. But this strange little dog was not giving in, and he called to the man in a howling din, I have no home, but you're all alone, so please take this gift. It's my shiny white bone. The man's chest exploded as though shot by a dart as this small act of kindness melted his heart. And he turned to the dog with a tear in his eye, and he muttered the words, Please, tell me why. The little dog smiled and held out his paw, and started to speak in a voice that was raw. I may be homeless with little to eat, but I have my James, here by my feet. Hunger and coldness, we'll tackle together as we have each other forever and ever. But you, my dear friend, have no one to turn to, no one to hug when you cry or you feel blue. Christmas is not about presents and greed. It's about giving someone something they need. It may be a blanket, some cake or a bone or just about making them feel not alone. And the moral of this Christmas tale is plain for all to view. The magic of Christmas spirit is thinking of someone other than you. Merry Christmas.
0: So there you go, guys, that was Angela's fantastic poem. Um, uh, It's definitely started me thinking about Christmas, which is no bad thing. As as we said earlier, I do love Christmas and it's always good to kind of get in the kind of Christmas spirit and and think about Christmas time. What are the plans for the animation going uh, forward? How will people be able to see it, Uh, Angela?
1: Oh, yes, Chris, people will be able to see this animation. we've been really fortunate and that um A number of independent cinemas across Scotland um, have come on board and they're going to show our animation over Christmas for the whole month of December. Um, So, so far we have the Scotsman Group who are um, the wonderfully iconic Grosvenor Cinema, uh, which is my local cinema. Uh, They're going to be showing it. Um, We have um, the Chalmers Group who have got cinemas in Alloa, Um, They're going to be showing it, our Broth, Edinburgh are also the Scotsman group. So it's going to be all over the country um, with people able to see it. It will be in the trailers um, for the movies. So make sure you hit the cinema a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes early to catch that trailer. The cinemas that are going to be showing it will be well advertised. We're going to start... um, giving out the information on our social media. There'll be a direction to the website page for Thumble Tumble just for you to be able to go there and see what's happening with Arthur's Christmas Tale. When you go to the cinema to see the movie, we will have shelter donation boxes there. We have QR codes. We have website links. We take cheques, cash, any which way you want to donate. But as I say, (laughs) times are tough. Um, And if you can't donate, if you just spread the word, that would also be amazing.
0: So you really do have pretty much every way possible that people have got um, that can get involved covered really in the coming sort of weeks and months really it's, it's all it's all kind of there they the will find it somewhere either on social media at the cinema, wherever you, wherever you are they'll find it somewhere.
1: Hopefully. And if not, just reach t- reach out to me, reach out to uh, tumbo Angela Proctor, A.H. Proctor, whatever, and I will gladly direct you. You can also, of course, reach out to Shelter Scotland, who will also be able to tell you how you can get involved and
0: donate. Fantastic and that all sounds absolutely amazing and um, I cannot wait to see the, the finished product myself um, and I hope lots of our listeners get a chance to see it in the kind of Christmas period as well this year and I and have got a chance to kind of promote um, Sch- uh, Shelter Scotland a bit as well uh, on the back of it too so that's a fantastic um, achievement that you've got there going and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but I can't have you on the podcast without asking you a little bit about Thumble Tumble itself because it's been quite a while since there's been a Thumble Tumble book is there any on the horizon for any any more stories coming anytime soon um
1: yes is the short answer Chris um Uh, Book five has taken me a lot longer than anticipated. I'm not going to use it as an excuse because, you know, I know it gets thrown (laughs) out there, but COVID did take me off the track ever so slightly. Um, But book five, I am... I am very much most of the way through now um, and I hope that it will come out early next year with Fantastic. book six, which is the final book in the series, coming out hot in its heels. So I'm um, hoping to release the last two books in the series at sort of the beginning of 2024 and then mid, uh, sort of th- mid to three quarters way through. So I'm working on both of them at the moment in the hope that we get them both out there next year. And um, and then who knows, Chris, maybe no, they a... will be the next movie you are seeing in the cinema.
0: I, I was just going to, yeah, if, if that's a final two books, what happens after that? <laughs> um,
1: I'll need to think of something else to write. But, yeah, so you, know, you heard it here first, guys. You know, if you want to see Thumble Tumble in the cinema, do make sure you let any prominent directors know. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. Well, we, uh, as I say, I'm really looking forward to kind of getting a chance to catch the animation when um, it comes to round about Christmas time um, and also kind of catching those final two thumble tumble books as well, which I'm sure will be just as good as the first ones. Um, and Angela, I th- I thank you for coming along and chatting to me on National Post Day and telling us all about your poem. And um, we hope that our listeners have enjoyed it too. Thank you, Chris.
1: I've enjoyed every minute of it.
0: So there you go guys, thank you for listening in and listening to Angela talk about her very exciting poem that has been set to animation and I hope you guys get a chance to see it as well if you have, if you do visit one of the cinemas that it's going to be on, um, it would be great to, for you to see and you can always drop us a little note on social media to see what you thought of it and things like that as well. And um, why not, it is National Poetry Day, so why not drop us a little message on social media with some of your favourite poems or poets as well if you want. Um, I do have a bit of a soft spot for two particular poem poets uh, even, um, and then Niall Campbell and um, Norman McKay are two of my favourite poets and I hope you guys have got one as well. And if you have read a little bit of poetry today, do drop us a little bit have a note on social media and let' us know don't forget you can also catch the various um videos that we have been posting out throughout the day as well. Um, of poem, poets that re- reciting their poems as well, which has been very exciting to put together. And you'll find them all over our social media for you to track down and have a wee listen to it as well. So that is another little thing for you to enjoy today. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Listen to it, and we will be back again soon next week. There will be a bees books edition uh, with some great book recommendations, and I'll be back again soon with another episode as well. So do keep an eye out for that. But that's all for now guys. Thank you very much for listening.